money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I am. All right. It's Friday morning. And Reb's ready to talk money. It's actually technically not Friday morning. We're we're putting qualifier alert. Qualifiers. Well, you're listening on Friday morning. Okay, yes, okay. They're listening on Friday morning. But we're actually recording it 10 days before because we're trying to be as current as we can with the radio shows. Because right. we're... So if you haven't noticed and you've been listening to the show, there's this thing called the coronavirus that seems to have <laughs> Thanks, an, an effect on, on most of us. And uh, this is the show where we talk around the hard issues around money. And so my name's Dave, I'm here with Reb, and uh, we have a very special guest yes, uh, with do. us and in, in Debbie Doyle. So welcome to the show, Debbie. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate the opportunity to be here with you. Yeah, it's great. Good. We always, we love guests. It's, mm-hmm. it's fun when we have guests mm-hmm. on, so... So yeah, Debbie's been on the show before, yes. for those of you who don't know. And if you don't know where to get our archive shows, there are a number of places you can get them. So you can get them at morethanenough.ca. That's our website. And you just go to the blog heading across the top and you'll find our blogs. You'll find the, the podcast. Uh, so you can find them there. You can also find them on chri.ca because we host the show on Friday mornings at 9 o'clock on CHRI in the Ottawa area. So you can find the show there. You can also find it on every podcasting platform you can think of. And if you can't find it on yours, search Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. And if it's not there, write us back, info at morethanenough.ca, and we'll see what we can do about getting it. If you're a YouTube fan and you're like, "Ah, I only know how to navigate YouTube, the show is on YouTube as well. Now, it is just the podcast. You don't get to see Reb's face because, well, I keep that to myself. <laughs> so, uh, all of the housekeeping out of the way, Reb, you've got a scripture that you want to share this yes, morning. Yes, I do. Um, we were going to go with a different one, but um, I am feeling uh, compelled to read Second Chronicles 7, verse 14, which many of us know, and many of you who are churchgoers may ha- have been hearing this from different places. There's a, there's a global initiative uh, around uh, actually this verse, during yeah. the week of April. We're we're recording April 22nd, so um, this week mm-hmm. there is uh, um, a glo- yeah it's seven fourteen in the morning and in the evening they are asking people to pray around the world um, uh, based on this verse. Mm-hmm. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Um, I, I mean, I could speak for many minutes on this. Um, it's a familiar verse for all of us. Right? Yes, but I, I'm hearing, and this is what I want to encourage our listeners with this morning, that in this season that we take the opportunity to spend time with the Lord, and maybe some of you have been hearing this over and over, but that idea of seeking God's face, turning from our wicked ways and repenting, to ask the Lord, you know, where have we missed it? Where have we not 
got the heart of God in our land? Where have we served ourselves and not him? And, and in regards to finances in particular, how are we not stewarding the resources that he's giving us? Like This is a really compelling verse, and this is the season to turn back to him. And that is my great encouragement to us. And I'm going to leave you with words that, that um, the app Lectio 365 left me with this morning, which was quite powerful and actually quite uplifting. Um, often we think of repentance as like, you know, sackcloth and ashes and, and, and mourning, which it is. Repentance means to turn back. But when they use the phrase in the scripture that we would turn from our wicked ways, um, the teaching from the Lectio 365 this morning was that that, uh, that Hebrew word um, is shub. And it literally means to return, turn back, or answer. But it's a sense of homecoming. The same kind of homecoming um, the prodigal had when he returned to his father with the story in the New Testament. And I thought, what a beautiful picture of returning home. So when you're in this season of even looking at your finances and asking the father, how, how have I been doing and he shows you that maybe there's room for improvement or maybe you've been depending on yourself or your bank account as the source of your life. And really, it's him. You know, there are lots of things the Lord can show us because our hearts are so unique. But isn't it a wonderful idea that we can turn back as if coming home or coming home to the father from the ways that we've been living and we're turning back to him and I just thought it was such an uplifting picture that that repentance and forgiveness and receiving of that forgiveness of the Father, even in how we've dealt with our finances, this is a place of refreshing. You know, it says it in the New Testament as well in Acts where, you know, it's the kindness of the Lord that leads us to repentance. It's his kindness because uh, we carry all of this stuff. But when we repent, it drops off of us and his forgiveness comes in. And, and that song, Holy Water, says that that forgiveness is like holy water dropping on my skin. It's, it's a beautiful picture of refreshing. So I just want to encourage everybody. I know I've taken a bit of time, but this is really an urgent message to the church, that this is a season of repentance for us, of turning back and setting things right and seeing who the father really is so i'm just going to leave you with that and and good segue i mean debbie just so by way of introduction so that those who are listening know who you are and what you do on a day-to-day i'm just going to give you the floor and say introduce us to yourself um tell us who you are and and maybe just end with what are you seeing in uh from your perspective in this season that we're in right now go for sure. it thanks dave and thanks uh, Rebecca. Um, my name is Debbie Doyle. I'm with Doyle Salusky, Credit Counselors, Licensed Insolvency Trustees. I'm a vice president and a director. Um, so I'm married to Brian, who is the president of Doyle Salusky. And if I can just uh, tell you that um, a lot of our conversation for the past several years has concerned um, the uh, state of um, finances. Um, we've been very concerned about this. And the arrival of the coronavirus and COVID-19 illness has actually um, been something that we thought could bring 
a great deal of difficulty. Uh, a pandemic could bring a great deal of difficulty into people's lives. Mm-hmm. So finances are um, a part of our ongoing conversation as a couple. Personally, I am also a biblical counselor, and I work through a ministry supported uh, by our church, First Baptist Church in Friar. Our ministry is heart-to-heart. We do Christian conciliation and biblical counseling. And so, quite frankly, my world is um, split in two between the biblical counseling and the um, financial end of things. Mm -hmm. They do tie together in many ways, and I don't think that would be a surprise to anybody. Mm. No, no, that's not, certainly not a surprise, yeah. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> before coronavirus and the COVID-19 uh, illness became a common word uh, in our everyday language and, and a concern where we had the lockdown and sheltering, in place and so on. We had the busiest time in our business for the um, weeks and months preceding the lockdown since we have seen um, in Doyle's Blue Sea since 1996 when the company was established. We had the busiest month. And that was an indication that um, families, individuals, um, businesses as well were struggling under a great deal of debt. Mm-hmm. Now, having said that, the last several weeks have been the quietest we've ever been. Mm-hmm. And that is because the government has um, stepped in and uh, is trying to offer a measure of, or a cushion for people in these very difficult times. Um, So our uh, intake, our calls have dropped dramatically, I think, as people are um, taking advantage of the government assistance, but also because creditors have um, realized and heard from the debtors uh, the impact this is having. And so creditors um, are actually taking measures to offer uh, a form of relief to the debtors. So we've gone from the busiest time into the absolute quietest time that we've ever had. Wow. Wow. I mean, and that's, I I mean... That I, I'm actually kind of speechless. Like, because I, you know, when we invited you on the show, I really had no idea... Um, how it would be going out there because we as well n- know the numbers and, and the trouble uh, uh, where we're at as Canadians with our debt load. And uh, yeah, I, I'm just, I, I suppose that would, it would give some relief to have the creditors saying, okay, we'll drop the interest rates or we'll. So uh, in that light though, and, and I, I think, one of the things that that uh, I'd love to hear from you, Debbie, is 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 so the you know we see this little reprieve and and I would what I would call would be a, a kind of a short term injection and and so we say great uh, that's uh, but you know looking forward to another month or two and and I think 
in our both of our worlds in terms of the finance world change is the constant there's things that are always changing and always moving um so what do you see in the next month or so as as the the government assistance stops as we you know end the social distancing as people kind of get back to work or maybe they don't because there are certainly we know significant industries that are going to be affected um and and you know may not we we think of the restaurant industry we think of the airline industry we we think of some of these industries that have just huge dollar impact um what do you see from your perspective on working with creditors on a bit of a longer term perspective yes um right now given the um, opportunity that everybody has been given the um, opportunity to um, like rest at home mm-hmm. um, as much as you may not want to it's it's a good time to truly evaluate your financial situation, not just in terms of, <clears throat> pardon me, not just in terms of is my paycheck sufficient to um, cover these expenses, but to look at this in a um, very broad way um, for a long term. I don't think anybody would have been able to predict Maybe somebody could have. There's billions of people on the planet. But normal people, aside from God, mm-hmm. as normal folks, we could not have predicted how all of this would have come together. So, um, whereas I say we were seeing the busiest time that we had ever experienced before it all came down, um, right now, people are being given the opportunity to really examine their financial situation in a calm way because the creditors have backed off. Right. So there's not the, the collection calls, hopefully if, if, if you've taken advantage of what creditors are offering um, or you've been able to negotiate something with them, the collection calls aren't there. <clears throat> so it's an opportunity to look at this if you were under pressure but also in terms of uh, those that weren't under pressure to actually really evaluate their situation um, in the light of the current circumstances and what might be coming in the future. And so I think this is an opportunity to prayerfully look at everything and to even to speak to somebody like um, ourselves with Doyle Smoothie to look at what your options are so that um, in the event uh, things, you know, don't go the way we were anticipating, just like a month ago. Things haven't gone the way we were anticipating. So that if things don't go the way we're anticipating, uh, we actually know what the options are, and we can respond in a prayerful and calm way. We don't have to be reactive. We don't have to be afraid. We've got all of the information, and we can respond in a way that is educated, prayerful and calm and then we have a plan to move forward mm-hmm. yeah and i think i think that's uh, uh, incredible uh, advice debbie because in this season we know that first of all when we're under distress and we're, when you know uh, financially and and there's significant pressure 
it is difficult to to make decisions and good ones. It's it's difficult to make decisions that uh, are going to kind of look at that long term and say, hey, okay, if I do this and this and this, this is going to lead me to a place where I'm no longer under the the burden of the creditor and and you know something as simple by way of example if if you've experienced a a reduction in your expenses going out because you have some grace from creditors or whatnot then to be actively looking at your finances and saying okay so i've changed habits you know we've all changed habits in the social distancing i don't stop by timmy's as much or i you know all of those small changes that we actually have made because we've been forced to now have a financial consequence and and often and what we're hearing in our office is, is it's a positive one hey we've got extra money left over and and mm-hmm. i'm not sure how this happened well it happened because your gas bill like your your fuel bill for your car is significantly less because you're not driving places right and and so forth and so our 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 experience what we're seeing and and i'm i i, I like to hear how you're seeing that is is that people are actually be able to look at it and to prepare a little bit and to go, okay, this, if I can make this my new reality, or if I can do this, then I can actually live on less than I make. Correct. Um, one of the strange things that, that has come out of this for our family, number one, uh, Rebecca, you were talking about coming home. Our daughter who, um, works in the ski industry, uh, the ski hill closed uh, six weeks early, and so she drove back to Ontario from British Columbia. Wow. So um, our adult daughter is back home with us. Um, not that we're complaining. There's lots of room, and she's a good cook. <laughs> we're really enjoying that. Good. Grocery budget just went up. <laughs> well, that's, that's where I was going, Dave. Yeah. My, I buy the groceries. And so whereas... Our um, food budget was a balance between Brian and I because he would always pay the takeout or he would buy the restaurant meal and I would buy the groceries and do the cooking. Now, virtually 99.99% of our food is cooked at home and my bro- my grocery bill has gone through the roof. Yeah. And that's, like, this is something that I'm... I'm. Uh, I hope it doesn't last too long because I'd like other people to pay and uh, perhaps not not eat so much. I don't know. Oh, you could you could charge a fee. You know the ta- you're taking out tonight, uh, Brian. And you're just paying me for it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. However, I have to say that the um, the uh, the fare is much better than it was. No, but I mean, and I think, you know, that's an example in your own home and in our home, I would say the opposite has happened because we're quite hospitable and we have a a large family, but half our kid, like, well, not half, three of them live in the city. So there's down to five people. And I'm like, wow, we don't eat as much at all. And I realized how much money I was spending on groceries because people were coming and Mm -hmm. we were sharing meals. So, yeah, and the kids' friends are over, and you got snacks, and, yeah. and all of those things. Now, now we're like, it's, hey, we just gotta we say no to our kids when it comes to snacks, right? No, <laughs> no well, not quite. But anyway, it's and every family, I guess that's the point of what we're showing here. Every family is going to be experiencing this in different ways, and and how I, I think that's the question. We can't live in the bubble that, um, you know, if we were in trouble before and had debt before, and it. 
and we were stressed about it. It's not, it's not going away, right? Or the deferred payments on the mortgages aren't going away. They're just getting tacked on to the other end. So um, I love the wisdom that you share that this is a time for preparation. And, and we say it often at More Than Enough, it, we use the acronym FACE YOUR FINANCES. Financial awareness creates empowerment. It's time to look at it. And I guess that ties in with the verses we shared at the beginning. This is a time to get serious about where we're at and how we're living. And is this sustainable? And it's probably not. That's right. It is not. Um, it's not sustainable. And um, I suppose one of the things that people want to be aware of is that facing your finances, and I think you probably talk about this, it creates a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. It can create a lot of anxiety both ways. Um, it can create a hyper-control um, mentality, but it, it can also create a mentality that I don't want to go there. And mm. um, so, as I was saying earlier, to look at this carefully mm-hmm. and perhaps with the eyes of um, an objective individual who is not emotionally tied up in the decision making, um, this is uh, these are all factors to take into consideration. So, have you guys moved to uh, a bit of a virtual environment? I know you said that the calls, the intake calls, have dropped significantly into your office. But you know, let's say somebody's saying, "Listen, I'd, I'd love to to do that." Um, can you do it virtually in the environment? Again, I'm just thinking, do we don't really want to wait, um, too long. Now's the time where we might have, have the time or we might have the, the, the gumption to do it. Can you guys work that virtually? The answer to that is yes. And I don't want to go around shooting my own horn, but I'm going to uh, make a plug here, um, for the advanced thinking in terms of technology, several, well, for the past several years, I've been studying, um, doing distance learning, and I've gone from the mail-in to the online to live classroom uh, in all of my studying. So I'm I'm, I'm writing a PhD dissertation, not that I'm, I'm bragging about that because it's really kind of like a noose around my neck and sounds really good but you don't want to do it eh? (laughs) exactly exactly at any rate two years ago i had taken a course um that five years ago would not have been available except for zoom technology and so two years ago i took this course and it was over uh four days 12 well 10 hours each day it was quite it was was quite grueling, and I was very ill at the time, and I, I was able to, to get through it. However, as a result of that, I went back to Brian, my husband, and I said, this is what we need to implement at Doyle Salusi. We need to give people the opportunity to stay at home or to call in from it wherever, and mm-hmm. uh, if they have the computer available, that they'll be able to use Zoom technology. So we implemented that um, almost two years ago. And so this time with the social distancing and so on, this has become um, very important. And I know that quite a few interviews are conducted over Zoom or 
telephone or what have you. But I have to say, I, and I'm a little bit surprised at this, that quite a few people do want to uh, see somebody face-to-face. Mm-hmm. And so when you come into the office, we, do, we have put social distancing um, in place. Uh, we have gloves. We have hand sanitizer. A lot of people wear masks when they come in. Yeah. That's their choice. Our staff are not wearing masks, although they're free to do so if they want. Um, but I'm, I'm actually quite surprised at the number of people that have wanted to come in uh, physically into the office. But everything can be done via technology, whether it be Zoom conferencing or Skype or uh, FaceTime or telephone, whatever it is, everything can be done um, in that way. Yeah, well, and I think that that's... Uh uh, for for anybody, and this is this is really key for anybody who wants to take advantage of that. That's a little bit the hope that there is. Let just reach out, whether it's to Doyle and Saluski here, um, whether it's more than enough. That you know, we we're the same, Debbie. We it was not a big deal in our in our world to transition totally to to, to virtual. Yeah. We we've always taken the approach. Hey, you can come into the office. We can do this virtually. It's your choice. Um, now most of our clients have figured out Zoom. <laughs> They've been forced to do so, and they and, kind of and like I it, would right? say to anybody who's listening on the podcast and is from another part of the world, mm-hmm. even um, we've have coaches. We've been doing this before the mm-hmm. the pandemic hit yeah. Canada, but um, you can if you want coaching or even to talk to somebody, just you just call, reach out because we have all of that ability. Um, but saying that, um, Debbie, I just we have like a couple minutes left. What kind of hope? Or Dave's giving me well one minute. Um, <laughs> well, not we got yet, one no. minute. <laughs> what hope will you? Could you leave with people today? Because we want to leave people with some hope and encouragement in this whole thing. Yes, I am filled with hope because God is in control. Mm-hmm. He went before us. He knew that this was coming. There is nothing that has caught him off guard. Um, Using the word again, prayerful in everything, be praying. Be praying and looking to him to provide what you need, whether it be um, income or encouragement or um, any sort of uh, interaction with others through telephone calls and, and Zoom and so on. The wisdom of professionals who are uh, understanding uh, the ins and outs of financial uh, situations. God is there. And I'll tell you what, our elders had already implemented a system where they were calling um, each of the congregants on a regular basis, and that has been wonderful mm-hmm. that they have continued to do that, and in even a time that it's more so needed. So um, the body of Christ prayerfully helping others um, looking to get wise counsel, and this is this is not a surprise to God. He's gone before us, and He's provided us with the way. And so let's look to mm-hmm. Him provide us with everything that we need. So let's do that, Lord. We do just thank you that uh, we have that assurance that you were on your throne since the beginning of time. You're on your throne today, and you will be on your throne from now to eternity. And and so in all these things, again, we can come to you just like the disciples did in the boat, in the storm, just like uh, we can uh, at any given time and say, 
Lord, help us. Show us what we need to do uh, and, and what are the practical steps. And give us ears to hear and, and hands and feet to obey what you're asking us to do in these times. And Lord, I just, uh, again, my big prayer is, is that that would be all done fearlessly, that if you ask us to walk here, we would walk there fearlessly. If you ask us to give, then we would give so fearlessly because, Lord, we know that we can do so uh, as we follow your words. And so thank you for that. We give you glory and honor in Christ's name today. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you for joining us. Such thank a word, good word of encouragement. So yeah. encouraging to talk to you. It's always a pleasure, Debbie. Thank you, folks. Good to talk to you. Good. So we'll just wrap it up here. If you need to uh, find the other podcasts, morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, any podcasting platform. If you do need to reach out to Doyle and Saluski, I know they're on the internet. DoyleandSaluski.ca, I believe, is the, the website. And reach out to them and morethanenough.ca if you have any questions for us. And join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.